0: What? Mate, wake up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning.
1: Dude, it's 3
0: a.m. Not on Radio Sega, it bloody isn't.
1: Alright, let's get on with it. Let's all wake up to a fresh brew of Sega Sunrise.
0: looks like it's finally my turn, huh? Ladies, gentlemen, everyone I give you the massive displeasure of waking up to Rav Sig on Radio Sega Hosting Sega Sunrise for the first time Or, as I called it, just... uh, A couple of hours ago, Sega Sunshine on Ravsdom at At the end of a very long day that might have not been my proudest moment, but I am here to make sure that all the good impressions that you have been ha- getting from uh, all my Radio Sega hosts, uh, my my fellow Radio Sega hosts on Sega Sunrise are just flushed down the toilet, because I am here to screw it all I mean, it's not like this is the first time you're hearing about it, but it never hurts to bring it back again, does it? This is actually a project that I'm very happy uh, about, that I'm really glad that it exists, because uh, uh, from what I've heard this has been a pet project of uh, a few specific key Radio Sega people in the past, but that never really came to fruition and it finally did, it's finally a thing and it's getting a brilliant reception and so... why not? we'll see if we can do this more often SEGA Sunrise is of course our project at Radio SEGA to bring you a show every single morning during the month of March SEGA SUNRISE, hopefully he's here to stay, let's just see if people are interested in it. For those of you who uh, are listening to Radio SEGA for the first time, thanks to this amazing project that is um, SEGA SUNRISE and I... (laughs) I almost said sunshine again well for the, for those of you who are listening to this um show as their first experience in Radio Sega, then uh I will be telling you a bit about myself and my experience in the um in the site. I have been a radio show host since 2015, so it's been about 6 years now. It started with Fights into Streams, which was my kind of trial show. It lasted for 10 episodes, it's still available in pretty much every single podcast provider. And then I moved on to the chart-topping show, where I would be playing mostly the most most requested tracks in Radio Sega. Uh, within the last usually week but sometimes I would also change things a bit and I would uh, present you with um, some charts that were a bit different something like uh, the songs that were played the most in a specific year or the songs that uh, a specific user had requested the most Yeah, I do not recommend listening to it as much as Fights into Streams because in Fights into Streams I had actually put some uh, thought into it. I had uh, been um, uh, researching things about the games that I was talking about and the music that I was talking about. And as such, it is... I mean, unfortunately, uh, I could not make it a very high quality show because i did not have the material nor the experience back then to to make it work but as far as content goes i can tell you that it is um pretty okay by my standards like uh, I, i was talking about something that i enjoy a lot which unsurprisingly is fighting games And uh, through this uh, Sega Sunshine episode, you are going to hear things from my two um, particularities that make me stand out, so to say. I would not, not really make me stand out, but the two particularities that I am known for in Radio Sega. One of them is for being the best show alive No, that's a lie, that's not true, that's not accurate at all One of them is the fighting games And the other one is Metal! Yeah! Be prepared for a very metal morning! So yeah, so you are not gonna have a traditional morning show What is coming next is a bunch of whatever I feel like, pretty much like Ravsdom. Yes, which I did not mention. Uh, My current creation uh, for Radio Sega is Ravsdom. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much whatever I feel like, just like the show's intro says. Uh, I just choose a topic at random, or sometimes it's a relevant one. Like yesterday, for example, Radio Sega turned 15, so of course the show had to be about it. But um, yeah, if you go listen to the podcasts, then you are gonna see that there is a, quite a lot of variety in these in those shows, and I am pretty proud of it. But um, yeah, that that's I, I cannot guarantee you a good uh, the host, but I can guarantee you good good music. What is coming up in the next 5 minutes alongside these metal and fighting game music tracks? Which are two uh, topics that I'm pretty sure a Scubman will be pleased with. Hi, Scabman! And since I'm I at this, I might as well just say, hey everyone! Um, I'm also going to play some uh, ads. Because um, so, uh, uh, two of them you you have already heard of them, but I am going to uh, come come with a brand new ad for something that is extremely useful. I am pretty sure that every single one of you is going to relate to that, and you are going to be uh, really tempted to call the number that uh, our voiceover person. Thank you, Gray, for. Uh, kindly uh, spelt out for me I am selling a specific product that um, y- you. I think you are going to be surprised by how useful it is but before we get to that you are going to be listening to two tracks that I damn well decided you would be waking up to and a uh, I used to have a song by Venom as my ringtone and that song I'm gonna have to google it to see what it is called v- Venom band or uh, yeah if I, I entered just Venom and it came up with the Marvel character so I need to specify it's the band band songs I think it I think the first lyric on that song was this means war your weakness makes me sick Um. I don't think it's any of these Uh, I am not finding it anywhere but tomorrow I will let you know uh, what it is I'm just gonna google the lyrics this means war your weakness your weakness makes me sick I mean, Scubman at at this time is probably already aware what song it is. Lyrics. Uh, Nope. This is not at all what I was looking for. Uh, Torch of War. Exactly. It finally worked. Because, Because it's not your weakness makes me. It's your weaknesses make me. Alright, Vader, Torch of War, that used to be my my ringtone for a long time, and I'm going to present you with a song that is a bit of the same mold. The next song, the first one in this show, is going to be one of Nicolas Hammond's recent findings. It's from the patchy slot Yakuza Dead Souls game it's called Pulse Within the Paradox. Where I was supposed to tell you about a Sega news in the last twenty-four hours, but there is a bit of a vacuum there. So I've been googling it for the past five minutes, and there is nothing really other than the traditional Microsoft is going to buy Sega and Konami to strengthen its position in Japan Jiba jabber that we've been listening to for at least twenty years—so so that is of no value whatsoever at least until we get an official confirmation of uh, any kind so um, I'm probably going to skip this unless I suddenly find something really interesting let me continue to google it SEGA NEWS uh, yeah why not Let's see. Let's look at Sega's Twitter for inspiration. What have they posted today? So they have uh, said that um, Daytona USA made its rolling start in the Japanese arcades 27 years ago this month. Interesting. And uh, there is an artwork piece commissioned from 2D Forever. I mean, that kind of ties in with another thing that we were going to talk about in this break, even though that's not directly the same thing. Um, Daytona USA is a massive staple in the gaming industry. It brought the, p- <laughs> the racing game genre to new heights because it kind of fused it with party games. I mean, it's hardly it hardly requires any technical skill to drive. You just need to step on, on the pedal and walk others around and drift around when required and the more the merrier it's a massively fun game to play uh, I was gonna say online but then again that is, that's a very 2021 approach on things because back then 27 years ago it was a brilliant multiplayer game to play in the arcades next to each other 8 machines all of them virtually the same, next to each other, with a person playing on each one, racing against each other. This is the kind of ingenuity that uh, people in the early 90s had to come up with. Speaking of ingenuity, that's exactly what it took to create those amazing tunes. Takenobu Mitsuyoshi is a legend, a genius. They say that limitations spark creativity and in Daytona USA's case that it really, really is the case because uh, there were uh, high limitations on what the the Model 2 could handle when it comes to music, especially when it comes to, to voice clips. So Takedude was very limited, so we decided to use the same loops all over again, and it was enough of a genius to to make them work, like those from King of Speed, or the Daytona, let's go away from... Uh, Let's go away And blue, blue skies I see From sky high And even those uh, sounds from Pounding Pavement (laughs) All of that is (laughs) legendary And um, the, the gaming industry would not be the same without it This reminds me of... um, Yeah, I was coming to my browser again to go and look for more uh, birthdays about Sega games uh, for today, today the 17th of March, but I stumbled back on my tab where I looked for Sega News. (laughs) People also ask... Is Sega going out of business? Is Sega going to make a new console? How did SEGA die? Will there be a new Sony game in 2020? People really are predictable, aren't they? I'm gonna look for a few more news Insanely rare SEGA arcade cabinet found abandoned in UK field Yeah, I have seen this Uh, An R360 arcade was lost in Northern Ireland apparently in, In just a field abandoned for ages Back to the birthdays, we've got... The 26th anniversary of Sonic Drift In the Game Gear for Japan We've got the 3rd to 27th anniversary of Streets of Rage 3 in North America And this is one we will talk about uh, for a little now Streets of Rage 3, you know, guys, this is something that I discussed on uh, my podcast with KC. The Portuguese one. Sega Zissi. In case you speak Portuguese, please look for us on Twitter. Uh, KC and I uh, discuss Sega things and invite our guests to discuss Sega things with us. Including... like Pikachu 90 like like in the last episode for example and uh, one of the things that I talked with KC was about how attached people sometimes are towards games in a specific franchise that are usually seen as the worst or at least as the least popular uh, and they don't don't really uh, get that attached to one of the games that is not their favorite, because uh, they just didn't grow up with it. Like, for example, in my case, I am way more attached to Virtua Tennis 2 than I am to Virtua Tennis 1. Because, well, I, I happened to grow up with Virtual Tennis 2, and I played it for hundreds of hours before. I even tried uh, one for the first time. And um, Streets of Rage is the same with me. I played Streets of Rage 3 for many, many hours before. I even tried two, so it is uh legendary to me, and it is really hard, isn't it? Like you could tell that the Western Sega branches were really going overboard with it because they they made many changes, they removed a few um controversial characters, they made it way harder and they changed some of the character's clothings especially censoring female clothes and um, too revealing of course and also um, they changed some of the colors like Blaze was no longer red Axel was no longer white and blue their palettes were changed to something more neutral so this was a bit of what we see nowadays but 27 years ahead of its time, as you can see. Uh, Of course, the game in Japan was known as Baird Knuckle, and even the plotline was completely different. The plotline in Streets of Rage 3 was about the town and the mayor, and there was like a a bomb, like a, a terrorist attack and stuff, but the story in a... Streets of... In, in Oh, sorry. In Bare Knuckle 3 was w- much more serious. In Bare Knuckle 3, I think that the... Um, the fate of millions of people was in the characters' hands. So, it was scary. In that note... We are now going to proceed with our commercial block for the morning.
1: Hey, that's Valkyrie. Does he design the games? No, he executes them. Valkyrie, driver 4G1, to download.
2: Welcome to the real
1: world, Sega Saturn. A question for our listeners. How many mismatched socks do you have? Do you keep losing single socks, therefore leaving you nothing but mismatched pairs? Fear not, for one creature has the answer. One Echidna. Oh no! With a sock radar, you can always feel when you're close to those damn 4th socks. Call now and you'll be getting an exclusive BAT module for your sock radar, totally 3. Simply call 1-800-UGA-1999-NDA. That number again is
2: 1-800-UGA-1999-NDA. I found
3: them! Have you ever gambled so much you sweat a lot and start smelling really bad? Hi, I'm world-famous gambling addict Sonic the Hedgehog. Ever since I saw the lights of Casino Night Zone back in 1992, I was hooked. I really like pinball or, get this, spinball, am I right? Yeah, but my favorites have always been the slot machines. The thing is, the more I play, the more I sweat and at some point I start to stink. Lower grade casinos were never able to help me with my problem. Thankfully, I started gambling at Cassinopolis. Cassinopolis offers a wide variety of pinball tables, slot machines, and you can even have fun in the sewers. When you're done having fun, use the giant claw to help you store your rings and hit the showers! Yes! Cassinopolis offers shower booths for up to two individuals. I sometimes even have my best buddy join me in there! It's great! So the next time you're gambling, be sure it's at Cassinopolis in Station Square the only casino with top-of-the-line amenities including showers. And now I gotta go gamble!
1: Time for the Sega Sunrise Weather Report.
0: So, please support our sponsors and It is now time for the Sonic Adventure weather report! We expect it to be very shiny and bright through the entire day at Emerald Coast. There will be massive wind gusts in Windy Valley. Caution! Possible avalanche at Ice Cap. It should be breezy but fine at Twinkle Park and Speed Highway. And mostly most especially be extremely careful while traveling the sky deck zone as Eggman could go wherever he pleases so weather is very uncertain. Red Mountain Zone will have hot weather so please care and take some, uh, chilly clothes. Final Egg and Hot Shelter Zones will have no weather complications whatsoever, virtue of being indoors, but still, st- you are advised to be careful about the enemies. The same can be said about the Lost World Zone, however, there is a high chance that you will get yourself a bit wet in this one. And this is the last time you are going to hear my voice in this Sega Sunrise by Rafsi on the seventeenth of March. Today is a Wednesday, which means that currently there is no live show on Radio Sega. But you can hear Sunrise again tomorrow by Shaded passing the torch over to Chaded who is having one of his first radio hosting tastes in Radio Sega be sure to be there and support him as if uh, we can take his uh, stream from um, gameplus 21 as an example he will sure have this extremely well prepared so it is definitely going to be a great one this show is going to be in Um, all your podcast providers soon enough, worry not if you want to follow me you can follow me at Rapsig, R-A-V-S-I-E-G on Twitter and Discord as well you can DM me if you like be sure to to keep up with Radio Sega because in just 2 days we are going to have our usual bumper Friday 2 hours of Viper at 7 p.m. British time, one hour of VG Beats and another hour of Resident SD respectively with um, Pick and Mix, VG Beats Box and Late and Live Have a lovely day guys
2: control radio sega register as a member click the playlist and request button and request your favorite tracks they'll be on the stream shortly radio sega playing the best sega music 24 7